Yes, g'day partners. Welcome back to another huge edition of All In. And speaking of huge editions of All In, if you weren't one of those 6.2 thousand people who viewed the show last week, well, you'd be kicking yourself because it was a complete and utter fill-up. But to kick off, first up, Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing. Uh, we'll be reading against the tab odds. How are you, mate? Yes, good guys. I thought it was 6.2 million that we got, actually. I don't know if it was in the thousands. I thought it was in the millions. It must be uh, all those clickbait uh, tips <laughs> going out there to get people tuning in. So, no, it was a good one. It was a great Sunday of racing. Um, the Cox Plate and the Spring Champion and, of course, the Manicato as well. But uh, that was – I've never – honestly, I've, I've – well, okay, no, I won't go that far. It's been a long time since I've seen a horse win a Group 1 with the style and the ease that that, that horse did at Imperatrice. That was that was freakish, freakish stuff. And one caviar. Well, well, they're, they're, like the way the way it won, it was black caviar esque. Yeah, yeah. She's clearly not black caviar. No, not yet. Uh, but to go forward and do it this time, and had to come from last in previous, right? Just like absolute bomb-proof stuff. Cox Plate was great. Uh, Winner of the week, I thought, was in the Spring Champion there in New South Wales. Tom Kitten, uh, finally for the punters who managed to stick solid. That was a huge victory. Blew them out of the park. Good work to Adam Hieronymus as well, uh, getting another one to his tally. But it was a great weekend, boys. And we'll keep it rolling into this Saturday, I'm sure. Super stuff. And the man, the myth, the legend, DeanWatling.com. Also see him on SEN as well. He's everywhere. Racing.com. Best bets. Fed income, mate. If you want horse racing tips, Dean Watling's your man. Absolute fill-up last week. Dino, welcome. Yeah, it's good to be back, boys. It was a weekend of good rides, good horses, and good races all around. So thoroughly enjoyed. And what we push on, Lou, what grand final week is it this week? Grand final week number four. Grand final number 48. Yeah, that'll, 48. Be, that'll do. <laughs> it rolls on. Another big week. Plenty to cover into Cup Week. It's a, it's a great week, but it's a week of attrition. You've got to sort of place yourself and rate yourself really well. And speaking yeah. of not rating themselves well, Dean Watling, you've done a number on yourself on the weekend, so uh, full credit to yep. you and everyone else I had to put up with you. Um, now, fellas, <laughs> Australian horse racing. What a place it's in. We've come through the Everest. We've now come through the Cox Plate. We've got the Derby, uh, wow, Oaks, and then then a huge, huge stakes day. And, oh, Melbourne Cup, forgot about that. Mm. How's it sit for you guys? Obviously, we talked earlier in the year the landscape wasn't great. I feel like the landscape's pretty good now. Yeah, Dino, do you want to comment on yeah. that? Yeah. I thought, I think last year was a little bit of an inkling in the spring. Finally, Sydney and Melbourne sort of tying well into each other. I think it's just gone... On and found a couple of lengths again this spring. Like I said last week on the show, we had a, a brilliant Everest. It was the the in the spotlight, and then it shifted to the great Caulfield Cup. Then last week, I think we had a, a bit of both. We obviously had the spring champions, like Louis mentioned, plus the Cox Plate Manicado. I just think it's tying in well, uh, really well um, this year. And like you said, Gunner, we've got a big week now. We've got the Derby Day. We've got Golden Eagle. Then we push on to Cup Week and. Yes, we might lose a little bit with Derby Day now um, because of the, the Golden Eagle, but then I think Flemington gets its spotlight in the last day. The Champions Day could be the best day. You've got the stakes, the 16, the 2000, and the sprint race lose. So I think it's a you're in a very um, good position. We all are as racing fans at the moment. Yeah, it's it's been very good. I've, you guys know I keep data and stuff on all the Group 1 and, and big race winners throughout the spring, and I was just going through them as you were talking then, and there's not many Group 1s across Victoria and, and New South Wales this spring that uh, haven't been absolute stars. Like, even just in recent weeks, obviously, a, a huge addition of the Everest, and then one of the great Caulfield Cups we've seen, and then 
people calling that on Saturday one of the great Cox plates they've ever seen. And, and that could be true as well. It was a, it was a ripper race. Um, and then Imperatrice winning the Moyer and the Manicato in such style and, and, and so on and so forth. And those mile races uh, in, in Sydney, uh, you know, the, the Epsom and, and the King Charles, they've just been top shelf editions. So it's been a really, really good spring. I think, yeah, as you mentioned, Dino, that the, the states are working together a bit more, which is always good to see because in the end of the day, it's an entertainment industry. You've got to sell the product and you do that better by working together sometimes. No, it's not to say don't have competition. Obviously, competition, I think, is great. And, and putting big races on the same day in different states, it's, it's good for the theatre. Maybe I would say don't put big races in different states on the same day for the same horses. That is where it starts to fall apart, maybe. But a Cox Plate and uh, a Spring Champion on the same day, I think, is great and um, and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, it's flying and we can only get better, I think, still. But, yeah, yep. going really well. Speaking of getting better, lads, so last week, hopefully we can get get better than last week because if we do, we can complete fill-up. But last week, Dino and yourself, Louis, missed the bright side. Oh, desperately unlucky. Mm. But who'd you tip on top? Romantic Warrior. So, lads, full credit to you both. Absolutely nailed it. Um, I had Romantic Warrior on top, but King Colorado was my second pick. And, well, hey, if we were in a sweepstakes, I would have won twice. But uh... you know this is going to be soon. A little sick practice. <laughs> You're right there. Up <laughs> <laughs> you go. Oh, you're a shocker. But uh, and Dino as well. Uh, SB owner Tom Kitten. So full credit to you. You absolutely dominated. Super, super stuff. Hopefully we can do it this week. This week we're going to cover off on the uh, Cornwall Stud Stakes, the Empire Rose, the Penfolds. That's more Louis Willoughby's area. Penfolds, mm, Victoria Derby, and the Golden Eagle. So it's going to be super. Let's get straight to it. Right of the week. Well, no point, Louis. I'll do this one for you. Uh, Craig Williams, Mr. Brightside. Well done, Craig. <laughs> super stuff. Mm. And Dino, give us a horse to follow before we go straight into the uh, Penfolds, Victoria Derby of 2023. Anyone want to follow Skybird out of the Phillies race? Uh, I know she won. It's the obvious. But it sets up in a very, very exciting thing. I think you need to do Camerodib and Concur or Curvalonte. So... Skybird for me, Gannett. Well done. Yeah, that's great, Dino. The punters couldn't have found that without you. All right, now let's go yeah. on to the Victorian Derby of uh, <laughs> 2023. Fairing, I'm sorry. Riff Rocket, your $2.60 favourite, courtesy of Tabapula, $5. Sunset's 9 Madatsu. I'm not sure if Madatsu sh- should be there. So just, yeah, be careful there, punters, because apparently it coughed its way around the 2,000 metres of the spring champion and uh, needs a bet certificate. But that $11 again, Bear 12, Gates 12, and we're just going further and beyond to Cap Ferre 15. Uh, Louis, kick off here, uh, the Derby for 2023, 2,500 metres. It's going to find out, um, probably separate some classy ones for some Dow mm. ones, and uh, maybe the Dow ones might get the job done. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's it's always a tricky race. As you boys know that staying events are not my forte, and I, I don't tend to do a lot of video re- reviews or anything on them. Um, so take what I tip here, with, I, be, I guess, a grain of salt, because it just isn't, it isn't my wheelhouse. But... Uh, the race has fallen away a little bit with Tom Kitten not going there, who I think would have given a real challenge to Riff Rocket at the top of the market. I think Riff Rocket should be hard enough to beat. They went last start. It couldn't have run home much quicker than it did, is what I'm trying to say, albeit it didn't get past the winner. There was not much more it could have done. Okay, everyone expected it to walk in at the dollar thirty or whatever it was, but you know, just the way with the race was run, I'm not sure that uh, they could have done much more in that i think it was still a good run um 2500 meters i think looks okay for it and based on the win prior there over the 1800 meters i think you just 
not so much putting a pen through last start, but it was a good tune-up, and, and now to a grand final, I, I think it can be winning. The other one that I can be with at a, a better price at $11 is Gambare or Gambare, or however, however they're saying it, uh, was in a spring champion on Saturday. I thought it stuck on pretty well through the line, and, and looking at its sectionals, they weren't too bad either, albeit it was blown out of the water by Tom Kitten. It didn't necessarily give the impression that it was fading late. I think it, it held its... It held itself through the line and the sectionals, I think, backed that up as well. So 2,500 metres going forward in, a, in another slow race. And that spring champion was really fastly run. Um, so now fast run stuck on back into slow run race, 2,500 metres on speed can often, I think, be a pretty good little recipe there. So at 11 bucks, I think you can do worse than have a spec each way on Gambere, Dino. Yeah, similar uh, suggestions to Louis, you, Louis. I think Riff Rocket uh, is the obvious, but I don't want to take $2.60 this far out in a 25 hundred meter event for horses who haven't been there. That form obviously ties in through sunsets and Apulia. Uh, I thought the dad on the weekend was very, very good. First time he ever went to the front, they went incredibly hard, similar to the spring champions there. And he was just a shot duck late and Apulia obviously come around him and tout him up. The, the query out of that is how he goes this week. Does he eat up? Um, I'd love to see some reports from the stable, but he's a big odds here compared to the horse that beat him on the weekend. So I'd have to lean the way Gano of the doubt. I just think he's a big prize. They probably won't ride him um, to lead on the weekend if you get a suck running behind him. He brings that griff form um, and brings the guineas form as well. So I thought Verdad at the price was the one I wanted to be with. Yep, happy to be with Cap Foray. I thought it was good enough. And you take Tom Kitten out of the race, it wins a spring champion. So that's more than good enough to uh, to get the job here, job done here. Dino, do you have a thought? He's got to be the best maiden in Australia, doesn't he? Yeah, well, said that a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> just, just can't incredible. get the job done. Um, you just think he's won a couple of races. He has Yeah. So, look, you're getting $15, $4.60 to place. That's that's a really, really good bet, guys. So really keen cat for A in the derby. Let's move on now uh, to, we'll go the Empire, uh, what do we go? Empire Rose of 2023 there. And this is interesting market. Hope in your heart, $4.50, a tissue, $5. Princess Grace, eight fifty. dollars Espiona, $9. Not too sure about the going, her going there. Barbie's Fox, 11 Life Lessons, 11 Wishlaw, that's 11 would have to be on a quick backup. We'll check that one. And wrote to Arataki 11. Uh, Dino, kick us off for the Empire Rose of 2023. Yeah, I doubt we'll see Espiona back up, but I guess we just wait and see if we hear anything this week. I think she'd be mighty hard to beat if she does go down there. We know she loves uh, Flemington, uh, but wait and see for that. Oh, I thought the market probably had the top two the wrong way around. I thought a tissue, albeit was a little bit plain, got a long way back in the King Charles. Prior to that, it was only a length or so off Espiona. I thought she's come back terrific, a tissue, and um, if my memory serves me right, she won this race or won a, a similar race over the 1,600 metres down at Flemington last year. So we know she gets the, that way of going. We know she loves a long track where she can wind up. So I'd be more than happy to land in the way of a tissue. I like Open Heart Louie, but I just don't know how she's come back this prep. She was good first up, but she was flat second up. Just don't, where, don't know where she's at. Yep, I, I, I'm on... Um... Hope in your heart and wrote to Arataki in futures. So I'll put that out there that I'm kind of I'm rooting for those two. And I still think they can win. I'm with you, Dino. The first up run, that's the whole reason I backed Hope in your heart in this race because it was a huge return. Uh, she was really good late. And I thought, okay, she's in for a big prep. The two runs since, then they're by no means bad, but mm. they're just a little flat, especially that King Charles. You watch her last 50 metres. The race is over. So they're obviously they're not you know flying, trying to throw it over the line, but gee, I thought she was just getting really tired and really playing there late. So 
I was semi-surprised to, to see her show up as favourite. I was happy because I can, you know, start to trade yeah. off a little bit and, and get a good position. But, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about her. Road to Arataki, I'm on as well. It was a good win last start. The obvious concern is 1,600 metres. First time in a group one to do it is going to be a training effort. But now's the right time to have a go. It'll go forward. It's got that good racing pattern. Might be up on speed somewhere. Uh, the... One I actually do want to have a bet on, Gano, I don't know what price it was or if you even if you even got to it, because I think it was a big price this morning when I had a look. It's Shuffle Dancer, who comes through that Tristark race that wrote to Arataki one, flew home. Huge, huge, huge through the line. $1,600. How much? 26 Perfect. 26 bucks. It was huge through the line, behind wrote to Arataki. Outdoor mile is definitely no concern for it. Out of a good stable. And uh, hopefully they, there's some speed on here because it will probably vary dependent, I guess, but probably be midfield or behind. So I'd have to be running on, but they normally go fair enough in these events to allow horses to do that. So yeah, shuffle dancer for me to, at a price, I think it's one to play each way here. There you go. Well, Louis, you like uh, shuffle dancer there. I'm I'm with Call Dyer. I think she comes out of um, a race in the Tristart Group Two that she probably should have won. Um, bit luckless was definitely uh, definitely doing her best work. She's been out to two thousand meters by Frankel dry track. Gets out to uh, Flemington. I think it's just absolutely ideal. You're getting twenty six bucks. Another great bet. I'm keen on her. I think she can win the race. Uh, let's go to the Cornwall Stud Stakes of 2023 here. Uh, remember, odds courtesy of Tab. Remember what you could be buying instead. Cylinder, 450. Kings Gambit, 450. I'm Unstoppable, 8. Osmosis, 8. Shinzo, 8. Stapati, 11 for our mate Rick. Stratton Angel, $13. So it's a big price. Um, and further the rest. Dino, kick us off for the Cornwall Stud Stakes of 2023. Yeah, it's, it's a great race. And obviously, Colts tend to head the market, but Phillies do have an exceptional record. So, punters, if you do like a filly in this race, uh, don't be too shy to back them. I think it's as open as you'll ever see a Coolmore. I think the three-yard ranks, especially the sprinting ranks, are as even as they've ever been. So, uh, it's a hard one to dissect. I wouldn't be chiming anything early in the shorter end of the market. You're similar as your King Gam Gambits, et cetera, et cetera. Just because I think they'll be similar prices come race day when we figure out barriers. I don't think anything's going to be a massive firmer in these markets. King's Gambit for me is the best horse, but do we trust him down the straight without a rail? Uh, I don't know if you can. Um, I think he's the best horse and probably wins the race, Louis, but this far out, it's a race that I love, but it's the first edition that I probably don't have a strong opinion this far out. Tell you what, if you're uh, backing King's Gambit, you want to be on that track walking it, looking for any pieces of paper wandering <laughs> like, around and getting them out of the way. Um, this is this is a race. This is a what a terrible comment this is. This is a race, of course it is, but this is a serious race, um, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, talk about slow on a Monday morning. I was going through the Everest, looking at sectionals and, and how horses ran there, and I went, oh gee, in secret, what price it for the Coolmore? Not <laughs> forgetting oh. that it was a race <laughs> last year. Goodness um, mate. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick the the Godolphin Blue can do it again. Cylinder. I think the Everest is the form line I want to be with here. I don't really like a few of those Caulfield Guineas horses coming back to 1,200 metres, albeit you can do it. I just want to steer away from them. So that's your step parties, et cetera. Um, Ooh, so I'm gonna, yeah, cylinder, I think, yeah it, it is a weird setup, isn't it? it you know, to a, to a strong now high-pressure 1,200 back from that 1,600. Anyway, Cylinder, um, yeah, as mentioned, really good in the Everest. Uh, got home well. That's the form line. Straight for the first time, I guess, is the little, not concern, but the niggle, uh, the unknown. But I think uh, it can be winning cylinder. And the other one I might just have a nibble at. I think it's 
It's probably the form line. It's just a touch below a few of the top of these at the market. But Stretton Angel, who I was on in that Dane Hill over the 1,100 metres, was a really good win. And I think out to 1,200 metres can only be even better again. So, uh, so, so keen for the race. Yeah, it's going to be Cylinder and Stretton Angel for mine. Yeah, great race. Cylinder clearly um, deserved a favourite. King's Gambit probably just needs to prove it down Um down the straight, hopefully he avoids all the pieces of A4 um, paper this time around. But the, my bet at the moment and my all-in play, uh, really simple, Don Corleone. Uh, Opie Boston's book to ride, which didn't fill me with a whole lot of confidence, um, given that I would have thought a few bigger name jockeys might have put their hand up for the ride. But I think the horse is just screaming out for 1,200 metres. I've been saying it for three or four weeks now. I think this is the grand final, and I think at $26, Don Corleone is a great each-way bet. So at $26 and $7.50 to the place, just play it like on a one-by-four basis. I'm keen. And Louis, what's you might up? Have, um, you might have upset some Kiwis there. Saying right. the bigger name jockeys than the great Owen Patrick Bosson yeah. might put their name up. He's not too bad, that bloke. I reckon the Kerry's <laughs> are pretty humble, though. Like, they'll get it. Like, J-Mac is also Kiwi, and he's better than Opie Bosson. So, anyway, look, if I've upset you, I apologise. Bad luck. Um, Spray me in the comments, please. Oh, just for a change. Like, <laughs> Actually, you, honestly, you, do. you know, before you say something stupid, um, what, was your, <laughs> what was your tip again, just recapping? I thought King's Camp was on top. Thank you. Please don't throw me under the bus. We've had enough of that this week. No, no, no. I was going to say, you make a really good point in jockeys. Uh, regards to, uh, we've got the Golden Eagle in Sydney, so mm. a lot of the big-name jockeys are up there. So even Cylinder, who Louis, you're on, Tim Clark's book. So, mm. so look, he's obviously oh, a great on. jockey, but, <laughs> but his first his first time sitting on that horse. But you, you mm. make a real point. Like, in yeah. these races, jockeys are key. So, yeah. um, interesting. Yeah. Well done. Well, this got ourselves out of trouble there. Let's go to the Golden Eagle. Um, this is a really, really good race worth half a trillion dollars, I think, Louis. Um, great prize money. Attracts good horses. Right. So full credit to PVL and Racing New South Wales. Amelia's Jewel on top uh, as favourite here. Odds courtesy of Tab Fortals. 50 Hawaii five zero coming out of the Everest. $5. Copper Lika. Big push from .com. $6. Legato, $8.00. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, or, or I've actually got no idea how to pronounce a Japanese horse. I've looked at it, I've looked at it once. I really should look at it four times. Uh, <laughs> Lewis Willoughby, over to you. Obamburamai. Good man. Attrition, 13. Osipenko, 13. Pericles, 17. And Ruthless Dame, that's an easy one for me. $17. Lewis Willoughby, kick us off with the Golden Eagle. Yes, so four runnings of this race so far. And the first two winners, Colding and Colette, came through the Epsom. The next two winners, uh, I'm thunderstruck and I wish I would have come through the Turak. So starting to build a little bit of a profile, perhaps the way that uh, that's uh, the way to look at it. In saying all that, though, I'm going to go with an Everest form line in uh, Hawaii 5.0. Uh, I think, no, I don't think, I know that this race has been the target for the entire prep even before an Everest run and an Everest slot. That was a great cherry on top. Uh, but for a fact, this horse has been set for this race since the very beginning. So I think it's going really well. It was good in that Everest. Prior to that, in the in the Premier Stakes, it had the meeting best last 200. It's clearly um, in a good vein of form. Out to 1,400 metres now is a yes for me, for me. And it just needs to draw a barrier. It just has to try and... I mean, well, you can't try, but... You know, touching wood, fingers crossed. If you can just draw a barrier, I think it should be too hard to beat. I want to stay away from Amelia's jeweler, as I have done this prep two times for egg in my face, once for not, but there was issues. They've got the horse back. Gee, to be a pretty good training performance to get this back to top level and win, but um, stranger things have happened. And I, and I haven't said to you guys, 
maybe that that whole thing got played up a little bit. You know, horse has flat run, didn't eat that much. Mm. Okay, it's, it's not it's not the end of the world, but still, you got to be, uh, I think, going well to win this race. And I want to stick with my old mate attrition who comes through the Turak. I think, okay, yes, obviously this, the Sydney form might be stronger, but we've just seen the last two winners have come through a Turak. It isn't impossible. It can be a good form line. And uh, Attrition owes me nothing, but, gee, I'd love to get some more. So uh, Hawaii 5 on Attrition for me in the Golden Eagle. Dino, what do you got yeah, I think he makes it. Yeah, I think Louis makes a good point with Hawaii 5 The best thing about that horse is its tactical versatility. The gate, yes, is crucial, but I, I don't think it has to lead. It can sort of sit in behind if it wants to. I think it was just a little bit flat staying at 1,200 metres second up in the Everest. I think up to 1,500 metres now is bang on. The issue for me is do I want to take that price? Probably short enough and probably starts maybe a touch shorter. I think Emilia's jewel, yes, deserves to probably be favourite, but I'm not going to go anywhere near uh, that price. I think in grand finals, you need a horse that's had a best prep and no interruptions and just that last start effort. Well, B, it could have been overplayed, like you mentioned, Louis. That's just not a profile me. Uh, I love Kovalenka here. She, uh, he was outstanding in the King Charles. His sectionals home from the back were phenomenal. I think the blinkers are going on and Tommy Berry's booked. Um, I think that's a big tick for him. He's a horse who, back to 1,500 metres now, I think they can use a little bit of his speed up early and sit a little bit closer. He has to be closer, yeah. He can't go back to last and round him up, I doubt it. Albeit, it's tend to be a high-pressure race where a couple of winners have come from off the speeds. As long as he's not worse than midfield, I think he's the winner here. But it's a phenomenal race. I know the Everest is probably the best that we've got in Sydney at the moment, but the Golden Eagle every year shapes a a massive field, Gano. But Kogalika is my best all-in part of the weekend and the best bet there for the Golden Eagle. Yep, got to be cautious of Oban Burumai, of course, because that Japanese horse is uh, mm. meant to be pretty good comparatively to what they, you know, what they brought over. I think their suggestion was like maybe like their version of a Group 2, which potentially is our version of a Group 1, right? So how good their mm. horses are. So a watch on it, and I think the market will tell us how good that horse is. So I won't be backing it. I think it's spot on with Kovalika and Hawaii 5 and I'm definitely against Amelia's Jewel. So how am I going to play the race? Hawaii 5-0 on top, and I'll have a saver on Kovalika. But at the moment, like, they're not all in plays at $5 and $6. They're just not. So we'll just wait and see what the barriers do, and then we can we can stake accordingly when we get to the race and, and see what see what's going to happen there. Right, fellas, there, uh, there's a Giga Kick, Giga Kick stakes. Um, there's a few others. I've got no opinion in their race. Obviously, think about a dollar eighty private I three fifty. There's not much meat on the bone there. Do you have an opinion in that race or in any other races, Lewis? Uh, no, I don't. Favorite too hard to beat. Good to see Cascadian back. Trial was good. Can touch on that more. It looks to be going well. The old boy, age shall not weary them. No, he's, yes, he's turned back the clock. His trial was phenomenal. I think he's prepped up and he's going to be set for Hong Kong, if my memory serves me right. So, mm-hmm. uh, interesting where he's at, but obviously he gives away race fitness to both Private Eye, well, the whole field pretty much because he's first up. But, yeah, no real opinion outside of that for me. Any for you, Lou? No? Nah, no, nothing. Back to stuff. Righto, fellas, so 32 acceptances left in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, that's just been coming. That's just come out this morning. Uh, have you got any thoughts on the Melbourne Cup early? I know Dino, we touched on it this morning when we were on SEN doing the review. Have you got any uh, any thoughts on the Melbourne Cup? And then Louis, if you've got any yourself? Yeah, we we spoke about weights being a massive issue, and we went through the the sort of the list or the order of entry, and sort of the top five or six horses are sort of a, a really good horses. And outside of that, I think this year really drops away. There's none of those sort of four year old hemisphere. Northern Hemisphere, sorry, horses that get in really well at the weights. I think it's a year that maybe only one or two horses have actually beaten the handicapper. 
Um, I just think with our fights, uh, really well placed, like four far up. They've done everything right this prep. Yes, he's got to carry 56 and a half, but I think he's hard to beat. And obviously, Vorbin, I think the one that's got to drift in the market this far out is probably Gold Trips. If you like him, I think you'll get sort of seven, six, seven dollars on race day. So just wait. Yeah, I think without a fight, we'll start favourite. Um, and I think it'll win the race, Dino. Louis, any uh, any thoughts? Oh, if without a fight starts favourite, I'd be keen to back Vorban because I kind of share your confidence, but not on a different horse. I think Vorban should be too hard to beat this year. And, um, gee, I'd love to start. I'd, and that's no knock on without a fight, who is obviously flying. Yep. Gee, if, if it was to uh, usurp Vorban as favourite, gee, butter up. Yeah, well, yeah, hey, you do you, um, as, as, the, as the great Nick Curios says. At, um the great, yeah, the great point. <laughs> just having a laugh there. <laughs> um, Vorban, Louis, do you know anything about the horse? Just for the punters out there, if they're interested in backing it, do you know much about the horse? I've just got queries. There was so much made of last year about the uh, internationals and how good and how strong they were going to be. I don't think they really turned up a uh, different type this year, or is it just a better horse than than these? No. Well, look again. I'm not. I'm no UK form expert, so I can't dive into the minutiae of 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 how good it is. But I think each year uh, a horse comes out from UK that basically they say shouldn't be beaten. Tiger Moth was one of them. Um, obviously, well. last year. Okay, yeah, they haven't won, but they've I, run well. They've run really well, and I think especially with Tiger Moth, I don't think it didn't win because it wasn't good enough. It just things didn't go to plan that day with the leader and the winner going yeah. the whole way. Do you know what I mean? So I think. If good UK form analysts are saying Vorban's the one, eventually one of these is going to win. And I can't see why it won't be this year. Gold Trip, who is the second favourite, has to carry too much weight without a fight. Okay, that's an obvious one. And then you look at the next one in the market, it's Sulcum. It'll miss the start 100 lengths, and that's great. You know what I, mean? like, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just think, as you said off the top, Dino, the top four or five or six in there are good, and then it really starts to get a bit skinny. So... I'm thinking this year, perhaps the year for the UK one to come over and win. There you go, punters. The Melbourne Cup of 2023. Lewis Willoughby, how's it going back to the UK? Right, it's been good fun. Um, anything else to add? Anything for the Oaks? Uh, we'll, we'll be. I'll tell you what we'll be doing. Uh, we'll be doing a Melbourne Cup preview Sunday night. That'll be out Monday morning, first thing. We'll also be doing an Oaks preview and a stakes, a champion stakes and whatever. It's just called a stakes day. Um, one of the biggest mm. Saturdays of racing you'll, you'll ever see. So that'll all be out Monday. Make sure you are subscribing to greatdigoff.com. Uh, if you want Dino's stuff, uh, dmotling.com. You want Louis' stuff, well, it's free. Sky Racing, easy as that. Anything, Dad? Gallo? Yes, are we doing best all in play? We can finish with best all in play, Lewis Willoughby. Yes. Yeah, it's an all-in show. I want one at an all-in price. So it's Shuffle Dancer for me in the Empire Rose at $26. Albeit, as you guys know, I'm already on Hope in Your Heart and wrote to Arataki. Oh, right, mate. Just, that's, just for, <laughs> that's just for That's just for clarity. You've made this your best all-in play of the weekend, right? Yeah. Is it or not? What, Shuffle Dancer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. But I'm just I'm just saying for clarity, if you see me on Twitter yipping at <laughs> either of the other two are to win, yeah. then you know why. The alligator tweets. Yeah, that would be the Dino, can you can you steer the ship back on track? I can steer the ship, and I'm going to take Louis on in the Empire Rose. My best all in play is a tissue. A very close second would be Kovalenka in the um, Golden Eagle. Get it? Yep, love it. Uh, Cat for a clearly the best uh, each way all in play. So back at each way, Cat for a is around fifteen dollars. Absolute madness. Can't believe the price. It starts single figures. Right, gents, has been super. Make sure you are subscribing, commenting, get stuck in, have some fun as well. Keep it kind, of course. 
We're only here doing our best, and if our best isn't good enough, bad luck, but it was last week. Righto. Thanks, boys. See ya. Thanks, agents.